Tar, we're rolling. Can't fly, big booty. Silence? All right. This is Professor Feather. <laughs> this is the Midnight God's Law. This is Dr. Head. And this is John Blue Fez Udi. And together we bring you. Radio. Welcome. Welcome, fellow inmates. Today we have a treat. Is that what we want to call it? <laughs> a delightful cinematic treat. Today we are going to be talking about the mind-numbingly odd 1984 film Buckaroo Banzai across the eighth dimension. He's a rocker. Doctor. Don't talk on that. You never know what it might be attached to. Inventor. No matter where you go, there you are. And the only hero, Buckaroo, 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 curse are you bonsais! Who can save us all? Evil, you're unstoppable from the eighth dimension! Grab him! Launch thermal pod. Buckaroo Bonsai is pure nutty fun. Buckaroo, you forgot your thruster. What are you all on for what? The cult sci-fi classic. Run, run! In a dimension. All its own. Real life Martians landing in New Jersey. Torito. We will hire a portable beam weapon. Vaporize the whole damn planet. If we blow this today, get him up. There ain't no tomorrow. Left, I said left. This is left. I mean my left. All left goes your right. Parker, the president's calling about is everything okay with the alien space club from Planet 10, or should we just go ahead and destroy Russia? Tell him yes on one and no on two. The Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai. Which was yes, destroy Russia or uh, number two? But first, but first. Well, I guess Shakes the Con ain't so bad after all. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Feather. Shake your booty. <laughs> Dr. Tar. Great first date movie. <laughs> Midnight Gadfly. Wait, what's with the watermelon? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mr. Bootay. And then I'll just throw in my own curse, you monkey boy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, guys. So, fellow listeners, if you do not know what we're talking about. We're talking about this goofy little science fiction film that came out 
uh, late summer 1984, Buckaroo Banzai, uh, The Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai Across the Eighth Dimension. Um, uh, yeah, you got to add that part because yeah, that was always a cool You got to have all of it. <laughs> You're looking for yeah. someone, but it's not, but oh, sorry. Never mind. Because yeah, <laughs> this, this is, this is an odd one. I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Um, uh, I a friend of mine movie. and I saw this, uh, for all you Toledo fans, uh, back in 84 at the uh, Southwick Mall of the AMC theaters <laughs> there. Um, and this one is a really hard one to describe. Um, the It stars Peter Weller. This is like one of his first big <laughs> roles. Um, he plays Buckaroo Banzai, who is a physicist, neurosurgeon, test pilot, rock star. Who, Renaissance man. Yeah, yeah who leads <laughs> a band uh, of, of other heroes. And they're the Hong Kong Cavaliers. And they... they, they <laughs> do a lot of cool world-saving stuff. And currently this movie picks up kind of in the middle of their, you know, their life. We're kind of just dropped into this story as, as uh, Dr. Buckaroo Banzai is attempting to break the dimensional barrier. Um, after a surgery. After after a neurosurgery, right. Uh, and of course, um, hijinks ensue. It is, uh, <laughs> it is a profoundly weird movie, but there are, good there are a lot of, like, well-known character actors and just actors in this where you're just kind of like how did these people end up here we got jeff goldblum we've got clancy brown uh of course peter weller ellen barkin uh christopher lloyd john Boy, yeah, yeah and, and, and even if you you ask them about that they're all like oh yeah that was kind of weird we still don't know what the hell was going on when we were making this movie um drugs were good and, in the 80s yeah obviously and uh the uh the interesting just, just say buck yeah the interesting thing about it this movie was directed by wd richter who the pre you know earlier had written the adaptation for the 70s versions uh, uh version of the invasion of the body snatchers which is like one of my favorite uh, yeah. my favorite remakes up you know it's up i i think i put the cronenberg's uh, the fly and this version as my all-time favorite remakes um, yeah. classic set or classic horse or science fiction cronenberg's fly yeah you know, yeah and it, i i remember seeing this with my friend the movie comes up we're like what the hell did we just watch it's like we're it's it's one of those things where it doesn't work but for some strange reason it you know we were talking about stds with kiss meets the fan of the park it stays with you this movie stays with you like an std i guess i still have the, so, the genital warts i don't want to go on and <laughs> <laughs> what from kiss meets the Phantom or this but buckaroo or both okay yeah so let's just kind of open this up for the uh to the floor for discussion i i have one thing to say about this this is the goofy version of doc savage <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It is. It, it's yes, a, it's like a comic much. book movie without the comic, and it's just or the comedy. At least that's what we're trying to. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's what they're kind of shooting for that humorous, campy. But there was a comic. There, there, there is. There are some campy lines. Was, there are some funny, a few attempts at humor that that work and land, but. Yeah, because so I much was, of it does to be it. honest with you, when I first saw it, I was kind of disappointed in seeing it. It's like, I wanted so much more. Yeah, same. With, with Across the Eighth Dimension, yes, you wanted something more, and nothing happened. But now I've kind of rewatched it a couple of I I like it. I like it because it's so weird. 
Wasn't the eighth dimension when he went through the, the mountain? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 So you and wanted you a little see... more in the eighth I, dimension. Well, now you know where they live <laughs> kind of borrows this concept of being able to see the aliens, you know, mm-hmm. a little yeah. bit, which now because he can see them now, you know, well, he and, couldn't see them before. They were among us. Yes. You know, yeah. And I really liked, I, I liked the design of the movie, though, too. I did like it. I, I mean, it just, it was some fun. It's like a, it, it's a, designed it is, to be a cult movie or whatever, you know. Oh, very much. So. It's very yeah. steeped you know, into was, the '80s look. I mean, when you when they yes. go into that nightclub to play rock and roll, and they're playing <laughs> jazzercise, <laughs> you know, music. I mean, you see the the look, the clothing, <laughs> the hairstyles. Talks to her. You know. Oh fuck. Yeah, just, just. I like the movie though. I thought it was fun. <clears throat> I um I now know why Peter Weller was picked to play RoboCop. Because the guy fucking emotes almost as much as Ted Danson. Um, <laughs> if I could get two of them to stand side by side, you'd think they'd fucking been petrified, you know. Um, so I realized, oh, okay. So it's not he, he the way he played Robocop. He was just being himself. Yeah, hey Peter Weller, just, just say these lines. He perfect. Attention, that, I am Robocop. Okay, hey, that's good. Um, yeah, it just. I don't know. I, I I thought it was just kind of goofy. Nothing's really explained. He, as far as, you know, he's he's all these. I things. like him in Screamers the top. too. Um, yeah, there was just so much about this movie I didn't like. Uh, John Lithgow was. I like John Lithgow. Yep. Um, but some of the some of the lines he had to deliver maybe cringe a little bit. It's like, oh man, I don't know. It's just <laughs> I, I'm thinking like, are you thinking like, what the fuck am I doing, or are you just so? so wrecked that you like yeah this is going to be good um, this yeah, is going to be good <laughs> well, didn't his accent change yeah. throughout the movie too like was yeah. it yeah I'm well like, he's crazy it would change. It would yeah. Change. Yeah. and One he's been it was German or whatever Italian and or alien yeah it's going to change yeah <laughs> Sorry, yeah, the, the design of the spaceship was kind of weird. Like how they, how's anyone not seeing this gigantic, you know, spaceship? But well, maybe because it's in it's the cloak. Yeah, cloak. Um, it was a, it was a cloud. Yeah, that's right. That's <gasps> right. <gasps> no, nope. Where do we hear that? Nope. The uh, yeah, then then the good aliens no, and the oh. bad aliens and the just general weirdness of it. You know, um, and Jamaican alien man. <laughs> oh, you know what? You know, I will tell you. I thought was. Great. I liked him. I thought I, he was fine. That was just a translation. Bob Marley was going through my mind every time I saw him. Shaky, I was shaky so hands. disappointed in this the Marley movie. verse. Shaky hands. When I finished watching it, because I was really high, shocking, uh, that I started watching <laughs> Shakes the Clown. Like, okay, I'm high enough to watch this other pile of shit. I watched one. Let's put on the other one. Well, I only got about 25 minutes into it, but I did laugh. I go, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh how can you yeah, therapy, therapy. You're on the therapy. road. You're on the road, brother. <laughs> ah, getting better. Just a, a little bit of the better. day. It's oh, exactly. Cluso. How can you not laugh at Florence yeah. Henderson? Yeah, my first Henderson, like <laughs> seeing, seeing Esther talk about her pussy. I'm like, okay, I get it. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't get it first, but this one, okay. And, and the body of whatever, one clown, the body of Biddy or whatever. Binky. Like, body, body of Binky. Mike, okay, okay, that's fucking funny. And then uh, it just, then it just. I got do that more. in the car with my with my wife. Body of uh, Binky. Yeah, we like <laughs> Altoid. We did Altoid, so I'll take the Altoid. Back, back in the barrel, tie it back in the body of Binky. <laughs> you don't yeah, take I the Altoid. I give you the Altoid. Yeah. She's on. She's on your side, though, Doctor Head. She despises the movie. <laughs> both hey. of them are just. I will continue watching. Well, I don't know if I but can anyway. continue with both Shakes the Clown, but yeah, both of these. Mike, man, alive. What? I don't know. Oh, it's just there's the, so many. 
this more one-liners that you can pull from the movie. I think this this the score for this movie was designed as a CIA. Um, you know how they they would blast that music into the cell <laughs> and you know drive you crazy. MK Ultra. Oh my God! This is one of the worst soundtracks I've ever heard. You know that the music score is just absolutely attractive. It's, it's that eighties though. Here, yes, you know, it is. But not it, this is it. This is really a great example of a nineteen eighties movie. Yep. You know, it epitomizes the eighties historically. Yeah. It's yeah. just yeah. a great yeah. example. It, it includes so much. You know, uh, uh, of all kinds of of you know pop culture is infused in, into I, it. I, I think the movie was and the other thing designed uh, the, to do that. Yes. I mean, oh, yes, it was. The other thing, it's the one of the most god-awful backup teams I've ever seen. Yes. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> the one of the stupidest. Oh, yes. the absolute stupidest backup. <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah. It, <laughs> oh. I, it's just, I know, it's a great movie. Oh. It's funny. As, I think it's, uh, yeah. It's that bad funny, and I like no. it. And it's just no. I didn't think it was either. I didn't think it was bad funny. They either. tried. They tried and failed. It's, I, I, I don't. I mean, I remember when it came out in the theaters. I remember seeing the advertisements on the back of the comic books, and yeah. I'm going, "Buckaroo Bonsai? What the fuck?" And like across the eighth dimension, like, "Oh Jesus Christ, who's doing this?" I'm like, it just turned me <laughs> off immediately. You know, oh, I'm really? like, God, yeah, that's, that's no, I had no desire to see it. Me to it. I like. No, it's like because. Fun. But the 80s had all these other weird-ass movies coming out. Oh, yeah, time. yeah. They were oh, all like kind of like this, trying yeah. to be, let's let's get this weird, I don't it's know like, what it's it was like the, about the, the 80s, new, but like, exploring. New wave of experimental video yeah. movie, in a way, because the, yeah, I don't know. Um, maybe because the advent of the of the home video culture? I You know, I don't know. But, it could be. I don't know, I don't know. but don't know. this was just... But I, I also think there was that weird aesthetic of like all this found stuff. So, you know, we, we watched uh, Dr. Otto and the Gloom Beam, how all that stuff was like these found parts that yeah. they put together much later. Yes. But but um, this and then Tank Girl and then yes. uh, Escape from New York, like all of these just had this like, let's get whatever's yeah. left over from whatever set and then let's go to a junkyard. And that's, yeah. I love the fact that the one character goes... Don't you guys have any pride in your environment? What are you doing here? This is so, you know, this is terrible. <laughs> clean this place up. <laughs> yeah, clean this place up. And what was with the watermelon? I don't know. I don't get it. So there's a funny story. I think there was, uh, I think about this movie. Executive, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, executive producer on the film who, who kept, who kept screwing. It was, he was just, he was really just impeding the development of the film. And at one point, Jerry, Jerry, bait <laughs> fucker. They, um, they, uh, I think somebody decided to, to test. I, I think that then at some point, I think the the producer kind of gave up and just like I don't, I don't give a shit what you guys do. So somebody said, let's test this, and they put the watermelon in that shot to see if this producer would actually say anything about it. And he didn't, he didn't even give a shit. So he, that's why the watermelon is in the scene. Well, they're like, what, what's with the watermelon? I'll explain later. Yeah, they, explain walk later. Yeah, they, they were testing to see whether or not this, this producer would give a shit. He didn't. So yeah, I, I so I, I guess there was a lot of interference uh, during the making of this film. But I mean, e even I met, and I'm, I'm with Tar on this one. Saw it in the theater. I actually like the film. <laughs> 
there's there's something just so bizarre about it. It's not successful in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this this movie suffers from yeah. We get we get the little not quite the Star Wars <laughs> crawl at the beginning, setting up what's going on. We need a little bit more. To <laughs> you get a lot of huh? <laughs> yeah, we need more establishment here. I guess Jamie Lee Curtis was supposed to do a cameo as Bucker Banzai's mom. You know, like in like in the thirties <laughs> or fifties or sixties or whatever to set up the whole you know thing, and that that never came to realization. It was but just a Curtis's going thanks. Like that was the biggest problem of the movie. It was a right. hodgepodge yeah. of different ideas all. Yeah. Pe- Pushed together and trying tried to make then some kind of a cohesive right. story it's out of postmodern, Professor Feather. Uh, that's, that's all it is. We're postmodern. Let's bring in. That's it all was. it is. We're taking yes. little bits and pieces and, and reassembling bit. it in a new bizarre. No, no, no. Oh, at, at that at that time, it was postmodem. It was a very <laughs> slow download. No, it wouldn't actually be pre-modem. Pre-modem. I got pre-modem syndrome. Yeah, I think I think the the joy of watching it oh, now. I dribbled some pre-modem. Sorry. Yeah, the the joy of watching it now is all of the stars that are in it, all of the people that you've seen for years and years afterward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would say that I think John Lithgow's performance outshines everybody's. Like, he is oh, so yeah. good. It's like, it's yeah. so over the top. It is, but it's it's and perfectly you know, over the top. I, I want to. Just but that's good. He just played it up. Yeah. Yes, you know? yeah, absolutely. He probably just and I like the way they made him fun. look. Yes, and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. I, yeah. He, yeah, he yeah. looked cool. When he took his shoes off and he's got the toes and he's got a toe yeah. ring on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the toe ring. When they do the flashback when he's doing the first experiment. Yes. And, yeah. And the, the way it looked. And the, <laughs> <laughs> I really liked that. I thought that was really funny. You know, talking that guy up to go do it. <laughs> and yeah. Howard Sharks in the okay, corner. Okay, let me know. But I like the I like the the comparison, or, or you know, the to uh, Doc Savage yeah. because it absolutely is. It's it's yeah. a it's a parody of Doc Savage. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, I don't know if that's if they wrote it to be a parody of Doc Savage. Yeah. Do you think they were intellectually uh, it kind of well, cognizant uh, enough to to the whole thing was designed made to be that a conscious? Comic book, do you though, think too though? I, I, actually, well, they say I, it's a comic book in the beginning. Yeah, it's <laughs> right. And I and I I think. I don't know if it's a direct homage to Doc Savage, but I think they were heavily influenced by, by that sort of yeah. renaissance yeah. Yeah. kind yes. of character. But we're gonna like, but but in, in modernizing like, pulp fiction, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, which is funny because I, I don't mind being dropped in the middle of something, you know, yeah. in the middle of the story. It's like, but we did, we did, for God's sakes, we need a little more foundation. I mean, this is like, bleh, but I kind of like that though, that there was no origin story. Well, I liked, there kind of was. I kind of like that. There kind of was an Yeah, there kind of was. They, they just, kinda, they, yeah, they explained him yeah, as being it, the Mary Sue, you know, the, yeah. the, the character that is perfect, you know, that really has yeah. very few flaws. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know, but I, I just thought we needed a, a little bit more. Like I said, I don't mind being dropped in the middle of that. I kind of like the the whole set, the start of the film in the middle of the yeah. you know, the, the desert where they're doing this yeah. test thing. Oh, yeah. It's got kind of a, a cool, you know, you're just, but but still, it's like even that, it's taking too long to get started to get us in there. It's like and we then we then you jump from things to thing. Like next, he's yeah. in in the yeah. operating room. The next, he's like playing with this band and you know it's like oh okay he does everything <laughs> I, but I it became like forrest that. gump you know that's where i was waiting to see <laughs> the Jesus poor man's me. forrest gump no wait yeah. a minute that doesn't quite work does it? are you gonna be inventing like fucking the smiley face next we'll just call you know, it Sa- we'll call it group? savage gump 
That's right. <laughs> <laughs> My mama always told me to do lots of things like operate and go through the eighth dimension. <laughs> Mr. Boutte. My mama said. <laughs> yeah, the I'm, names were like, oh, oh God. It wasn't even. Boutte. Yeah, the Boutte. I'm like, oh, really? Oh, Smallberries. But I like they had John. to correct him like, on the pronunciation. Yeah. <laughs> I think they were Smallberries I could see working like in a Monty Python skit, but after yeah. a while, I was like, oh, my we're favorite, not even trying here, are we? Yeah. My favorite scene, my favorite scene is when John Lithgow, when they're in the spaceship at the end, says something about, just do, do your job, Mr. Boutte. And Mr. Boutte t- walks up to him and goes from behind and just flips him <laughs> yeah. off. Yeah. Just, and I'm like, say anything, just, I'm like, oh, look, it's either Enemy Mine or The Last Starfighter flipping. Yeah. Enema mine. Yeah. Enema mine. (laughs) (laughs) That'll be the name of the episode. Um, Well, you know, there was a episode. But yeah, you know, we're talking, I mentioned the the Jamaican alien, you know? Yeah. He was great. What the fuck? You see him one time, he'd be the alien. Next time you see him, he'd be the Jamaican. Next time you see him, he's the alien, you know? I'm going, ah. Well, hey. He was supposed to have, like, wasn't there, you could see him was. My other thing, my my backup uh, punchline was Cowboy Goldblum. What a character. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, the way he just shows up in those chats and stuff, I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. Why not? It's the village people out in outer space. (laughs) And it was Jeff Goldblum, though. Jeff Goldblum did some weird ass shit. Earth girls are easy. Come on. (laughs) It takes a space village. They don't want their people. Space back. village people, yes. <laughs> I did well, note. I did note their their attempts at at using found objects and yeah. you know kind of trying to cobble things together yeah. so it looks like it's you know that real cobbled together. Um, you know uh, what I yeah yeah kind of tame David Lynchian uh, type. You know, Tetsuo. Yeah. And I, you know, I give him credit for for some of that. You know, I mean, I, I really give him credit for the the car, the whatever the fucking, because it's a piece of shit. Yeah. You look at it, you know, that's really Dotson. cool that they didn't make some sleep. It's just, just cobbled together piece of shit. You know that he that he that he runs yeah. into this eighth dimension. Well, oh, now yeah. that I like. From there on, it just kind of went downhill for me. That car but I like that a, opening. It was a truck. It was a truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a Ford. It's a Ford. Like a Mobius yeah. Ford pickup. Yeah. You know, with all the stuff on it and stuff. It cool. I know. I just that's what I said. That 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 was pretty. Yeah. Cool. But hey, we I, found this camper. Let's grow some shit to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And in the interior shot when he's flying in the the smaller spaceship. Yep. It's it was ever as a convincing as Plan Nine. Yep. You know, the interior of the of the aircraft. Like, you know, it's like a, a curtain and here's a steering wheel that they found in a junkyard and a switch that does nothing. <laughs> but they're going to move it all, goddammit, because they're going to look like they're flying. Well, Big Booty right. puts on a flesh suit. had the rubber, yeah, the, like the controllers were like the rubbery things that you like. Yeah, but why did Big Booty put on the flesh suit? The- <laughs> like, he's, they show Big Booty putting on that flesh suit in the, in the spacecraft. The end. And then he doesn't do anything. He just He's just standing there with this big flesh he suit. He gets on. shot. We get shot. <laughs> that, that, that was his. Uh, that's that. That was his. His assigned flight suit seat thing. Whatever. 
Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, don't mind the liquid. It's it's for stasis, and it only goes up oh, to their feet. Yes, I know. Yeah. I'm like, I'm taking all this. I, I still really like this movie, though. There's, There's another, another good punchline. Another good punchline. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Because this movie was a lot of whatever. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's it. Yes on one or no on two. But I guess I saw that there it was a, good a time sequel or something. But in the I works, like the yes, there was. Yes, um, actually, I uh, my friend, one of my uh, longtime friends, knows the guy who wrote it, Ernie Klein. <laughs> Who's the, the guy? guy who wrote? This to, sounds like uh, an urban legend here. No, they were they were, uh, they were friends in college. It's a bourbon so legend. He had written the script and met all the actors. But he, uh, as we know, maybe some of you might know, Ernie Klein went on to write Ready Player One. Oh, uh, yes, so right. he had written the the original treatment for the sequel, oh, nice. um, which did not get greenlighted. <laughs> Don't know why, um, but then uh, you know because he was big in the popular culture and stuff like that. And then Ready Player One is all about that. You yeah, know? was that uh, with Kevin Smith? Because I know Kevin Smith at one point was attached to one of the. Uh, um, sequels to this. Oh, I, I don't know about that. And uh, Doug Drexler, the one of the makeup and production designers on Star Trek: The Next Generation and Enter- Enterprise and blah blah, he actually worked on a bunch of stuff for the sequel. I, I think there's some previs work that he had done, um, some some animatics and stuff like that. Yeah, for a while I remember there was there was a, this was a whole big thing. Yeah, and it, it just never went anywhere. It didn't go into the eighth dimension, that's for sure. (laughs) That's all I've got to say about that. (laughs) Play ninth. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) Play nine from the ninth dimension. So I think it would be fun to uh, actually do the Doc Savage movie if we could find it. That would be cool. I thought we talked about that. The one that came out in the 80s? We have talked about it. Yeah, no, I'd like to, too. That'd be cool. I've never seen it. Ron Ely? Yeah. Who, who is uh, Tarzan? <laughs> 1975. Oh, 1975. Okay. No, I'm <laughs> Tarzan. It might be kind of fun. It's probably very James Bondian. <laughs> you mean Roger? No, Martin's it's Bondian. more like. What? It's yeah, Roger. It, it's comic book movies. Yeah, it's Roger more or less. <laughs> Less is more. Well, that's we, we also have to we have to it's coin a the phrase George Pal production yeah. though. Yes, yeah. <laughs> we have to coin the phrase Bourbon Legend. <laughs> yes, I like that. <laughs> bourbon. I, I was also thinking Bourbon Fantasy. Bourbon Fantasy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we get bourbon. T-shirts. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I write. Yeah. I write. Stand around, kids. You want to hear another Bourbon Fantasy? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Gather around the campfire. Hear some of this bourbon fantasy. <laughs> you sick. So, uh, that's that way off the movie. That's way yeah, off the movie. It but it's better, better than. But I, so. I think we should we should mention all of the the character or the actors that we see forever after. I mean, we have Peter Weller, obviously, and John Lithgow. Um, we have uh, who's the Kurgan um, is. Uh, Clancy Brown. Clancy Brown, which mm-hmm. is he un, mm-hmm. he does not look this I didn't realize this was the first time I saw Clancy Brown. I thought the first time I saw Clancy Brown was as the Kurgan, you know, in uh the Highlander. Um Oh really? Yeah, when he's really good. And it's funny because I conflate him with uh the guy that was in The Crow that was the bad guy, the big long oh, yeah. guy. Oh yeah. Their voices, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well he was in Nope. Uh 
what was that guy's name? He was also an alien. Um, uh, the resurrection. Oh, alien the, resurrection. Uh, the French. Yeah. yeah, that voice. Yeah. I see. Okay, we should do alien resurrection because I think that movie is way better than what it's given credit for being. Yeah, I do especially too. if you like if you have a, a shoe fetish. Alien Resurrection, really? Yeah, just watch it. The, the director loved boots and shoes. Leather. You will see so many shots of boots and shoes. Well, you like, know, oh. that's the dude who shot uh, City of no, Lost Children. No, Doctor Head, you're thinking of the movie Alien Res Erection. <laughs> well, that's what exactly what I have. Oh, that explains it. <laughs> Born to be a cult movie. <laughs> Uh, or the happy candy version has erection. <laughs> well, this always comes up. Like, oh, I'm showing. Oh. <laughs> it's like a dog penis. Whoop. <laughs> uh, Put that chapstick away. <laughs> All right, we're starting to degenerate. Uh, we're at 27. Oh, too late. We're at 27 <laughs> starting. After 220 episodes, we're starting to generate. Yeah, we're well, we're at only at 27 minutes. So how can we fill this up? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. All right. We've so got what you've been watching? Two and a half minutes. <laughs> Perry Mason. Yeah, Perry Mason's good. HBO. Has anybody seen Perry Mason? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, two, so good. Two seasons. Yeah. Really good. Um, I also started watching Lucky Hank, uh, Bob Odenkirk's new one, where he yeah, he yeah. plays. He's a teacher. Yeah, I'm like, oh my god. As I think it really appeals to me, being you know in academia, <laughs> you're like, it's it's not it's not an easy show to watch. It it's is hard not, to watch. Not, but it it it's good because it, it there's an evolution. Like you know, even this just just the recent episode, and there's only eight episodes for the first season. Kind of like. To serve with love, right? Yeah. When it was Odenkirk wanted to play something different than, uh, you know, Lulu. <laughs> Lulu. It is different from Lulu. Yes. Okay. What is? What's everybody else been watching? Good conversation. Uh, mm. <laughs> hey, I would just, like to say something about Perry Mason since do it. nobody else is talking. Do it. Um, I I I'll preface everything by saying I I like the the two seasons. Now the thing I'm my biggest criticism is my my total cynical outlook on everything is totally justified because this uh, series would have been way better in my brain if it was not associated with Perry Mason. The Perry Mason Association is non-existent in reality. There is no there is no uh, with the Earl Stanley Gardner and or even the TV show which was pretty faithful to the early Earl Stanley Gardner uh, notion of his 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 view his perception of mm, right, uh, okay. you know yeah. how, of reality or, or whatever and I do, and, and I didn't appreciate that it's like it's cynical it's cynically well we have to use this because that's going to draw people in there's no other reason why they needed it it's it's well written it's well acted and if they would have just changed everybody's names, it would have been the, one of my all-time favorite things. Base, them basing it on Perry Mason really uh, jaundices the, my my view of it to a degree. You know, it. You, you know what I'm saying? Uh, 
I don't uh, only kinda, because I'm not familiar with the original. Other than uh, uh, yeah, other right. than the guy from Godzilla who played Perry Mason. Raymond Burr. Raymond yeah, in the TV show. In the TV show, <laughs> it was a series Martin. of, but it was a series of books. Yeah. You know, Earl Stanley Gardner yeah. wrote never, these never books. Never read them. So. Yeah, well, they, and they were very, tremendously are, popular. That's are they why good? The TV show. Are they good? They're good. Yeah, they're oh, good. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'll put them on my list. Yeah, yeah. Um, but. But I just that just I, it's just a pet peeve, you know. They didn't need to do that, and, and because everything about it is really good, mm-hmm. so I I highly recommend watching it. And I think that's that's true, Gadfly. Uh, you know, I look at the generations, and I think yeah, there's a lot of people that don't really know who Perry Mason is, so it's not right. really going to be relevant right. anyway, because it is a really good good pretty uh, captivating this is tar- series this is tar- so far. Like Perry Mason. It's yeah. like a, each yeah each uh, there's a, a basic. Um, case on each for each season, um, and, and you know, yeah, it's really good. Anyway, there you go. I, off my soapbox. Well, and I love the fact that we've got an actor named Shea Wiggum. <laughs> he nailed out a little bit. Shea Wiggum. Wiggum. I love Shea Wiggum. He's everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it, no, it's got a great cast. It's, it does. Yeah. There's, there's, there's nothing wrong with this with the series at all. Yep. Um, it, you, there's times when you think oh, it's just kind of going kind of slow, but it always manages to pick up, you it, know, and the slowness works. Yeah. It's paced pretty well, actually. It know? does the wire, too. It, it, it in, in a different time, it does the wire where it goes <clears throat> from the very top to, the, you know, the very bottom. You know, you've got these, right. this range of characters that are interacting that are just amazing. Yeah. Right. And cinematography, fucking amazing. And yes. I, anything that has to do with L.A., I'm in. You know, and I yeah. especially love like history of LA. And, and this has the history of oh, LA. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Because it takes it takes place in the what, the late thirties? Yes. Mid thirties, yeah. late thirties. No, it's yeah. after the forties because he was in the war. No. Or no, he was no, in the first he was, war. No, he was in World War One. Yes, he was in War you're right. You're no, right. no, yeah. Because second series deals with yeah. that. All right, what about you, second Fez? Season. Fez, what are you watching? Um I actually, I haven't been really watching anything. I'm sorry. <laughs> I we I, we just well, except for Star Trek Star, Picard season. I was going to say Star really, Trek. Yeah. yeah so, is the is the latest Picard really the the shit that everybody says it is? It is. It's good. Um, I I, I would have made a few nips and tucks to the story. I think that it was weighted a little bit more in the beginning and it kind of felt a little rushed as it moved towards the end. Um, it, oh, but overall it, it was, it was, I, I really liked it. It was, it was well done. Um, but yeah, uh, it, it's, uh, yeah. Life in the Fez household is a little chaotic right now. So yeah, we have imagine yeah, all good. How about you Tar? Oh, wait a minute. Okay. Let's go to Dr. Head. What have you been watching? <laughs> I uh, just finished both seasons of the Punisher. Yes. John what did you think? Oh yeah. Oh, I I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a great series. I hope they do another season. It's the only series out of all of those that I really liked. Yeah. Out of all the the Daredevil, who was the other one? Yeah, the other. Uh, the, the, the the yeah the Daredevil. Um, Iron Fist. Iron Fist. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see that. The Defenders. I well, then they did the Defenders. They did the Defenders, Daredevil. but it wasn't the Defenders. That yes. we're Jessica of. Jones. Yeah. Oh, oh no, uh, and, yeah, and, um, and Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Yeah, Luke Cage. Right. They did him, and I just didn't no, like any of them, but I liked the Punisher. I liked. Yeah, the Punisher, Punisher was great, and I like I like John Bernthal. I think he's a great actor. I, yeah, I like him too. Inhabits these roles really yeah. well, yeah. and it was excessively violent. 
you know, just extremely violent. And it was like the uh, Punisher. I mean, it was pretty true. Like they, it was pretty true to the comic. Yeah, I once think. Garth Ennis got a got a hold of it, I think it really kind of oh, made yes. it what it should be. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. early on he was still violent. I think for the time, because he came out in what seventy yeah. in his yeah. seventy yes. seventy seven seventy eight with I know Spider Man. Yeah. So I remember having that that issue. Now that issue is worth hundreds of dollars. Um, <laughs> like I don't know, what the fuck, hundreds of dollars, uh, hundreds of dollars. <laughs> he's got white hundreds. He's got white go go boots. <laughs> a plethora. That's right. He'll never be spotted. Um, yeah, and I, and I always liked the character. I thought it was a good character. I like it was a sympathetic character, and I, I yeah. revenge is a, the greatest thing in the world. So, oh, it's one yeah. of the most, the, one of the biggest motivators of of every plot there is. <laughs> yeah, and he he just he gets consumed by it, and yeah. then I like how every time they bring in, you know, as most of the characters have evolved over the last you know seventy or fifty years, um, with every incarnation, the new writers they kind of take the character in different directions, and Garth Ennis really made it really really super dark because then. You know, yeah. Punisher War Journal, and then the movie came out with the Punisher War Journal with that yep. guy. I forget Ray something. Yeah, oh, he's a fantastic. Punisher. Oh, I love that movie too. I really thought that yes. movie was good. Yeah, it was funny. I don't tell you, I mean, he shoots a guy with a rocket launcher. I know, yes, like, oh, that's fuck, exactly. That's great. He's flipping between houses, and he's like, yeah, <laughs> like, oh, this is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, so that's he, what I've been watching. Punisher. He was no Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, uh. Or or Thomas Punisher and or Thomas Sylvester Stallone's Judge Dredd together. Yeah, or Tom- <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, there's a devil feature Wait, for yeah, a therapy no. session. We gotta oh, go. I will break you. No, it's a line for the other movie. No, I'm going to bring it in this one. <laughs> <laughs> Not here in Mega City. <laughs> we also I'd like have to see a, those two movies cut together. We, yeah, we also <laughs> have <laughs> Punisher meets Judge Dredd. Yeah, Punisher meets Judge Dredd. Thomas Jane also played the Thomas Punisher, Jane. Punisher yes, which yes, come on, man, I mean, that shouldn't have been called the Punisher. Again, that should have been yeah. something t- yeah. completely else. Something totally different. Yeah, the manipulator. <laughs> Should have been the demonstrator. <laughs> the suggester. <laughs> what was that? Section eight? Was that the team he was on? The defenestrator? Yes. Yeah. The, the remonstrator. Just throws the window around, throws people through it. I love that. I, that's, that's what I want to see. Yeah. Don't even talk about the ministrator. The ministrator. Dog, well, dog, well. No, it's the remonstrator. So. Yes. <laughs> I, I also watched um, The Suicide Squad. The uh, James Gum. Oh, so good. Yes, because the first one's a pile of shit. It is. But this second one, oh my God, it was brilliant. Yes. Just so good. Loved and it. The the fact that he made Polka Dot Man into a character he actually gave a shit about is brilliant. Well, and yeah. do you yeah. know that the I actor... That's what I like about him. I think that's really fun. The, the actor that plays Polka Dot Man is a horror host. Yeah, oh, that's really? right. Yes, yes, he is. Because yeah. he's in other oh, Marvel movies it? too. He is. Yeah. yeah, he was in. Oh no, he was in the Batman, uh, Dark Dark Knight yes. Returns. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, you're and, right. Uh, he's been in a, a couple of other. He's a good character. Yeah, he's yeah. really cool. He's a dude. Yeah, he's shown up in a lot of stuff. Now. He's he gets interviewed in I think Darkness Three. There's that uh, the three part documentary, which represents about twelve hours worth of documentary mm-hmm. about the '80s and horror. Um, I've mentioned this before. If you haven't seen it, um, it's on Shudder, um, but you can also order it on uh, Blu-ray. And this whole thing was financed through Kickstarter. 
So I think they made like millions of dollars to get this made. And they interview all these people who made these movies. So you get Joe Dante um, and you get uh, um, John Carpenter cool. and all these people that they're talking about what what is it about 80s and these movies and that kind of stuff. But then you also get the actors and it's a, it's just a, an amazing uh, thing. I'm not even into Something. like all the 80s horror, but I am now. <laughs> They'll put movies on your list. Yeah, me neither. I didn't care for a lot of the stuff when I grown eighties. Yeah, I, I, mean, I got all of it because it was you know, our our video store had videos for like a buck, you right. know, and and so I I got oh, I saw a lot of it. Yeah. Everything schlock I could find, you know, from Chopping Mall to yep. House of Psychotic Women, you know, I was gonna watch it. <laughs> Here's how we can fill this out. Hey, uh, Tar, what did you think of the movie Fingers? Tar. Tar. No, yeah, we watched it after, uh, oh, a Greasy Strangler, just because we were looking for him, and uh, I, I liked it. It was all right. It was I don't, it wasn't as good as Greasy Strangler. It, it seemed like it was like one of those movies we were talking about, which just seems to have been filmed over a series, over a period of time, as opposed to you know just finish. Yeah. Oh, that's an interesting. I don't think we brought that up, that it had taken a lot of time to film it and get it done. Yeah, but it had that feel to it, and it was just... <laughs> what was the line? It feel to it. It a lot what of am feel I doing? I haven't shot for a year and a half. What the hell am I doing? <laughs> okay, so let's move on but, to yeah. Nope. What were your thoughts about Nope? I, oh, man, I love Nope. Nope was like one of the first movies I went back to go see in a theater after nope. all the oh, other stuff nice. going on. And uh, yeah, I was, I really liked it. Yeah. I really enjoyed a different angle for what was happening, I guess. You know, it was, it, yeah, I really enjoyed the movie. I like the idea keeping it biological as yep. opposed to, you know, yeah. is it natural to the planet or is it from outer space or? Yeah. And I thought it was a fun idea. And I thought it was really well done yeah. and acted and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I think the pacing of that was just amazing. So. Yeah. Cool. The subtlety of yeah, it. Yeah. Absolutely. So there we have it. We have Tar's take on Fingers, which he gave it the finger. And gave it the fist. Nope, which he said <laughs> yes to. <laughs> to the nope, fist? Yes. Or to the nope, finger? Yes. Or, uh, <laughs> yep. No, I said yep. Yep. <laughs> it's not yes. Nobody says yes anymore. No. Yep. Nope. Yep. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Thanks, Ace. <laughs> Certainly, Cordy. All right. The, there's the lull. <laughs> yeah, you guys want to watch me take a dump? Show me oh, the lull. One of the mini dumps you can find on unsaneradio.com. And you have been listening to... Run, run, I said theater, motherfucker. <laughs> He's a radical that way. He's a ra- <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite vegetables, radicals. <laughs> He's 
a radical that way. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Run, Sane! <laughs> Run, Sane! Snap into a Slim Jim! <laughs> Run, Sane Radio! Dot Carm! Dot Carm! Probably. I'm sorry. Kill your enemies and lies. The, the women. Crom. <laughs> Get to the crama. <laughs> the crom of the crop. Unseen <laughs> radio. Oh, don't cross swords with me. Crom does not pay. <laughs> Rabbitar crom. Oh fuck! You can, you know where you can find us. <laughs> if you don't know by now, the one don't know by now, go listen to it. Go listen to the last episode. Yeah. Do a fucking search. <laughs> you dick. Go listen to the last 215 episodes. Use You'll your Google out. Kung Fu. You'll figure it out. Yeah. And you know what's coming next? Oh, click at the top. Oh. <laughs> Heavy in the metal and the horror. Every other Friday, even a horror podcast on Facebook, on Instagram, Monty Lewis, one word. Heavy metal horror podcast on the on YouTube. If you're watching, that's probably where you're at. Don't forget to hit the like and subscribe button. And if you know someone who'd like our show, tell them about us. There's my whole spiel. Heavy metal horror. Got your head once you to finger the button. (laughs) (laughs) There's the other T-shirt. Finger the button. Make that a scratch and sniff, and I'm in. The doctor hits fingers the button. Finger my scratch and sniff pop up book. That's in the comic book. Scratch and sniff in the comic book. Soon, soon to come out. Coming soon. The comic book coming. Yeah, we put sniff in the ink. (laughs) Yes. We're gonna put some jizz in the ink. (laughs) Too far. Hey, too far. The pages will stick together automatically. Hey. I'm a progressive. I'm a progressive, but that's TMI. (laughs) I didn't know that. Too much jizz. (laughs) TMJ. TMJ. And on a completely not that note, Flu Fez. Totally AI generated. Absolutely. I'm not following up my promo after that. Are you kidding me? We gotta, <laughs> gotta hose this thing down. I, I want that TV. totally separate. Speaking of STDs, <laughs> God, I, I, I need Clorox before I need <laughs> you and your you and your jizzing and whatever else. Wednesdays means freaks on the Facebooks. W e e f r e e k z. Bring, bring your Clorox wipes. <laughs> Get a sock with every purchase. Family friendly. <laughs> you pay extra for the and, uh, No, 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 no. That's not said ironically. <laughs> it really is family friendly. <laughs> yeah, that, it, it is. I'm not lying. Not like in the West Virginia kind of in Britain. Right, 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 right. Who just got it? <laughs> we, Leave that to the wrong turn. Find the line of demarcation. Elijah (laughs) Dushku, one of my favorite movies by you. Thank you. (laughs) That wasn't my expectorant. (laughs) Are you expectorant? Brought to you by Ralph's. Wasn't that movie? Wasn't there a book, Great Expectorations? (laughs) Great Great Expectorations. Okay, another t-shirt. So many t-shirts. <laughs> We're running out. 
<laughs> Someone make more shirts. <laughs> we can have the best online store. <laughs> <laughs> it is, because it, it's going to say, I've got diarrhea. I'm running out. <laughs> we make those little digital things we can sell. We don't make real t-shirts. We make little copies. You can buy the JPEG of the shirt. <laughs> NFTs. NFTs. NFT. NFT. sell as that. Non-fungible that shit. You too can own a JPEG copy. <laughs> Just don't right-click and download. No, buy it for a buck. I got I got our website. I got our, our, our URL. Adam and Evil. <laughs> Is it A-T-O-M? <laughs> Ad hominem and evil? No, it's A-N-E. <laughs> Adam and Evil. <laughs> I like it. Have we filled up enough sh- enough show, Gathlin? <laughs> We've gone beyond. Yeah, We've I just, wanted, beyond. I just wanted to make sure it went longer than Kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do a tongue contest. Don't we love long kiss. <laughs> long kiss. All right. No tongue. No tongue. Oh. <laughs> no tongue for you, Feather. It's got to be sideways. <laughs> I can't see it because it's <laughs> It was good, believe me. No, it's huge. Rival Gene Simmons. 